You were living your life, climbing the ladder and carving out a career for yourself. You had big plans and big ideas. And then you had a baby and everything changed. Just like that. All of it came to a screeching halt. Maybe you kept working or maybe you stayed home. Either way, your world suddenly became very small. And though you were never alone, you were always lonely. You silently asked yourself, where did I go? Who is that tired looking woman staring back at me in the mirror? Until you remembered something very important. You aren't just a mother. You are a mother plus artist, a mother plus entrepreneur, a mother plus musician, a mother plus yogi. You can have an identity outside of motherhood. My name is Stacy Hudson. I'm a mother to two under four plus writer, certified health coach, aspiring entrepreneur, and athlete. My name is Stephanie Springer. I'm a mother to 10 and 15 year old girls, plus writer, music therapist, producer, singer, and teacher. Here, we will interview mom bosses, entrepreneurs, artists, athletes, and passionate hobbyists and talk about how to find the thing that lights you up again. You're in there. We know it. You just have to find her again. Welcome to the Mother Plus Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mother Plus Podcast. Today is a solo Stacy episode, and I will be talking to you about something we can all relate to, our periods. Yay. All right. So almost 10 years ago, I first heard the term cycle sinking. Cycle sinking is when you adopt your diet, your exercise routine, your social calendar, and even, you know, your work tactics to the different phases of your monthly menstrual cycle. At the time, I heard it, thought it was fascinating, but since I was in my 20s and incredibly dedicated to health, I was a paleo food blogger, a certified health coach, just an overall health nut. I didn't really take it seriously. I thought, uh, I'm healthy. I didn't think it was really necessary to change my diet or what I was doing based on my period. This kind of thing is for women struggling with infertility or going through menopause, which, by the way, is definitely not the case. Cycle syncing can be for every woman who has a period, who may be going through perimenopause, who just needs to understand their body better. But of course, I didn't understand this at the time. At the time, I was in my 20s. I was very sure of myself. I was in go, go, go mode, and I was not really in a place to stop and slow down and go inward and pay attention to the way my body worked. Fast forward to now, at 37 years old, I've had two kids. Most of the time, I'm super stressed out. I'm stretched thin, underslept, and I am very out of touch with my own needs since I've been so enveloped in my children's needs for so long as we all are. I am tired of go, go, go mode. And I'm very much in the mood to stop and slow down and go inward. I've never really stopped eating a whole unprocessed diet. I never stopped working out. I still consider myself healthy Stacy, quote unquote, which was the name of my blog. But Those are all kind of surface things when we think of health. And what I haven't been doing is getting in touch with my needs, listening to my body, stopping, pausing, giving myself a break. And then I started fasting about two months ago. And I started reading about the importance 
of fasting differently if you're a girl versus a boy or a woman versus a man. Now, I'm not here to preach about the fasting lifestyle to anybody. I I have had a really good experience with it so far, and maybe there's another episode for that. But really, this is just about paying attention to your body and how your period, instead of being this terrible nuisance, can be this beautiful map for how to take care of yourself throughout the month. So though I am a certified health coach, I am not an expert in this specific field by any means. And of course, I am not a doctor, but I will include a few of the experts that I have been following on this subject in the show notes. One of them is Alyssa Vitti. She wrote a book called In the Flow. Another is Dr. Sarah Godfried, who wrote The Hormone Cure. And lastly, there's Dr. Mindy Pels, who wrote uh, Fast Like a Girl. And I will be referring to her a lot throughout this episode um, because this is the most recent book I've read and has really opened my mind to the importance of of tracking our cycles and understanding our body. So like I said, we are very different from men in that our hormones don't stay the same all month long. So a man's hormones do change slightly, but it all happens within a 24-hour period. Whilst our hormones are literally changing week to week to week throughout the month. Today, I'm going to give you kind of a crash course in all four of our cycles that happen throughout the month so that you can better understand what's going on in your body and start paying attention to it more. I've always been interested in food and how it can heal or hurt us, but as I've gotten older, I think of nutrition and health a little differently. Health isn't just about the food we eat, it's also being aware of our bodies, what they need, what they don't need. It's about slowing down and going inward when you need it and ramping up and going outward when you want it. This is really what cycle syncing is all about. It's about paying attention. And I found it very grounding. As somebody who really likes control, (laughs) it feels like it gives me a sense of control over my life and my moods and kind of an explanation as to why I may be feeling a certain way on a certain day. I'm going to walk you through the four phases that women go through throughout the month here. I do get confused personally when we call them by their real names, the menstrual, the follicular, the ovulatory, and the luteal phase. So I'm just going to refer to them by where and what days they happen in your cycle. And then I've made up my own names to help me better understand what my body may need it during that time. And these four cycles are based on a 28-day cycle. And I know that everybody's cycle varies, so you can alter this based on your cycle as you start to pay attention more to your mood, how your body changes, and what day your period comes. So let's start with day one through 10. Day one being the first day you start bleeding. I call this the inward to outward phase. This is when your major hormones like estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone are at their lowest levels. As the days go on, as in day five, six, seven, you know, um, estrogen slowly starts to build and estrogen puts you in a good mood, gives you clarity, enhances your communication and makes you more optimistic. It is also a precursor to serotonin, dopamine and neurogenaline. So 
This is like the feel-good hormone, right? It helps you handle stress better and not get so down on yourself. So at the beginning of your period, you're going to feel more quiet. You're going to want more alone time. You're going to go, going to go inward and slow down. But then as the days and the weeks go on, your mood will improve. And you'll feel more motivated to socialize. You'll feel more optimistic. Um, this is a time to start with long walks, journaling, self-reflection, easy lower impact workouts, and then you'll amp up to the next phase, which is about days 11 through 15, which I call the girl on fire phase plus a libido spike. So this is when estrogen is still rising and progesterone starts to rise and testosterone starts to rise, which is going to make you feel strong and powerful. It's going to help you build muscle easier. It's going to speed up your metabolism this is a time to start a new project, take on a difficult task, ask for a raise, take on a tough conversation. This is when your sex drive amps up because this phase ends with ovulation. I highly recommend having sex during this phase. Whether you're trying to conceive or not, this is when it will feel the most enjoyable. This is a time for date nights, for socializing, for public speaking. This is a time when you're going to feel magnetic. You're going to feel on fire. This is a time where your body is craving more plant-based foods, more legumes, more fruits and vegetables. Mindy Pels, Dr. Mindy Pels from Fast Like a Girl calls this a time for hormone feasting. That means eat more calories, a little more carbs than usual, really focused on plant-based foods. And then our next phase, days 16 through 19, is what I call the calming down phase. Hormones have already hit their peak in the previous phase. Now there's this downward shift in your hormones, downward shift in libido. Your body prepares to make more progesterone. You're going to have a little less mental clarity and motivation and energy. This is when you want to actually keep your glucose and insulin low. That means less carbs more fats and protein because estrogen loves fats and being foods that are high in good cholesterol because cholesterol is a precursor to estrogen and you really want to feed your estrogen during this phase. Last but not least is day 20 through bleeding or day 20 through your period, which I call the permission phase. This is the week before your period. It's what most people refer to as PMS and what most people hate like the phase that most people hate more than anything. But funnily enough, through cycle syncing, through better understanding my cycle, I have really learned to love this stage because it gives me permission to relax, to let go, to give myself a break and to eat more carbs and really nurture myself. You have all heard the axiom that your body can't tell the difference between the stress of modern life and a saber-toothed tiger coming at you, right? This axiom is the best thing you can keep in your mind, that tiger coming at you. This is more important than ever um, during this time because you have to give yourself grace and let yourself rest. You don't want any tigers during this time. The week before your period at this phase is when progesterone is at its highest. And progesterone is the chill out hormone. It makes you less aggressive, gives you a greater desire to be alone and self-reflect, Progesterone's job is to prepare your uterine lining for a fertilized egg, 
to implant post-ovulation. Progesterone calms you and tells you everything's going to be okay. And though we typically stress ourselves out and put everybody before ourselves, if there is ever a time not to do it, it is this time. Um, Dr. Mindy Pels calls it the nurture phase because it's the time you really have to take care of yourself. It's not a time to fast, not a time to exercise. Don't do anything that could spike your cortisol levels like a HIIT workout or something crazy like that or like a sprint. Um, You want more long walks, low impact exercise, yoga. Um, For food, we're back to hormone feasting again. We're talking potatoes, sweet potatoes, squashes, lentils, black beans, fruits, berries, pumpkin seeds, wild rice, quinoa. You really get to like feed yourself inside and out. Your progesterone will rise, which will encourage that feeling of calm and preparing your uterine wall to shed. And once progesterone has hit its peak, your period will start. And when you don't have enough progesterone, your PMS symptoms, that means, you know, your moodiness and even your cramping and pain will be at their worst. So the more you can feed your progesterone with foods like I mentioned and also low stress activity, the better this time will be and you can actually enjoy it rather than dread it. So here's a quick recap. Days one through 10 is the inward to outward phase. This is when you are feeling quiet and wanting to be alone. You just started your period. But as the week goes on, you begin to become more optimistic and you're ready to get out into the world. Days 11 through 15 is the girl on fire phase plus libido spike where all your hormones are on the rise. You've got energy. You've got sex drive. You're ready to do the damn thing, whatever that thing is. Day 16 through 19 is the calming down phase. That's where your hormones take a downward shift. You start to get a little foggy. It's time to slow down. You want to make sure you get a lot of good fats in your diet because good fats lead to good cholesterol and cholesterol is a precursor for estrogen and you want to keep your estrogen up during this time. And then day 20 through bleeding or through your period is the permission phase. This is the no tigers phase. That means stay away from stress. Give yourself permission to truly take care of yourself at this time of the month. There you have it. That is my four cycles that we go through throughout the month. And your reminder to take care of yourself, your reminder to go inward and pay attention to your beautiful bodies. If you liked this information, I will include a PDF of the four phases in the show notes so you can keep this top of mind as you go through your cycle. Can I just say how amazing it felt to share this with you? This stuff used to be my jam and I've gone away from it for so long, but something has really been pulling me to share more health and wellness information with you here on the podcast And I think it's just part of my journey of getting back to myself. And as always, I encourage you to do the same. Have a fantastic week wherever you are in your menstrual cycle. And remember to embrace where your body is and what it needs. We will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Mother Plus podcast. That was so good, right? 
I love that this podcast gives us a chance to meet other mothers that we may never have crossed paths with. If you want to learn more about the women we have on this show, please come follow us on Instagram. We've worked really hard to make our page a source of inspiration and laughter and light. We often post clips from the show there, and it creates this place for you guys to join the conversation. For example, there's this one post where Steph reveals that when she would hear the garage door opening, signifying her husband is home, she would run downstairs and stand at the kitchen sink or turn on the Roomba or do anything to quote unquote, look busy. I died when she said this because I have done the exact same thing. As soon as we put it on Instagram, we saw just how many other mothers have also done this too. Now, to get to the heart of why we do this is a topic for another day, but the point is, let's talk about this stuff more. Come join the conversation at mother underscore plus underscore podcast on Instagram. We can't wait to hear what you have to say.